G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Okay, we're starting a new week, so here's a new question for you to consider. On a scale of 0 to 10, how much are you enjoying your life? Uh, Really, I'm serious. How much are you enjoying your life on a scale from 0 to 10? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome to A Different Perspective as we kick off a brand new series of messages called The Joy of the Lord is Your Strength. It's a bit of a landmark for me this week because I've just come back from a couple of weeks of vacation. As much as I love doing what I do, man, it's nice to get away and just rest and sleep and enjoy things with my wife. We travelled a bit to one of my favourite countries in the world, New Zealand. Now, as an Aussie, I don't like telling the Kiwis that too often, but gee, it's a beautiful place. But it was just so special to be able to relax. You know what I mean? I have to tell you, though, that getting back into harness at work, well, it wasn't easy for the first few days. My body was kind of objecting to this notion of of having to get up early in the morning and stumping up to work. No doubt you've been there too, those first few days back at work. No matter how much you happen to enjoy your job, they're not easy. It's like a severe dose of Monday-itis. It's funny, isn't it, how our feelings and our responses to our environment go up and down and how much we're influenced by the externalities of what's going on in our lives. It's pretty easy to enjoy life when you're kicking back and taking a break, but when the pressures of life come crowding back, well, it gets harder and harder. We all have pressures, I do and you do. They come in all different shapes and sizes. Of course, there's always some amount of pressure associated with work. Relationships are a big source of pressure. I was just praying with a man on the phone the other day for healing in his relationships with his wife and his daughter. Our own perceptions of things, the way we see things, that in itself can cause pressure, a sense of insecurity or inadequacy. Perhaps someone's marriage isn't going particularly well or they're feeling as though no one needs them or people need them too much. It's a pretty long list. And in the middle of all that, many people end up feeling like battery hens, just churning it out, grinding it out, day after day, without much of a sense of of meaning or purpose or achievement. I'm not saying that everyone's life is like that, but there's something about the modern-day human condition, the, the pace of life, the demands of life, the pressures of life, that drain the joy out of our lives. And that, I think, is why so many people are living joyless lives. I wonder if I were able to get a show of hands from all the people around the world who are listening to this message today, how many would consider their lives, their hearts, to be full of joy, overflowing with joy? I wonder how many people would put their hands up in the air to that one. You know what I suspect? A few hands would go up, a few, but not all that many. The words joy and rejoice and all their various derivatives together appear around 370 times in the Bible. Now, that's rather a lot. That makes it rather a big and important subject. 
And as I read my Bible, what I discover is that joy is something that God wants us to have. Let me say it more specifically, joy is something that God wants you to have. Not just in those happy times in life, but during the difficult times of life as well. James chapter 1, verses 2 to 4. My brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of any kind, consider it nothing but pure joy, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its full effect, so that you may be mature and complete, lacking in nothing. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4, written by the Apostle Paul on death row in a Roman dungeon strapped to his guard. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice. If I were to give you a choice between a life that is full to overflowing with joy and one that isn't, it's pretty obvious which one you'd choose, right? And so you have to ask yourself, given all that he's put about the subject in his living word, the Bible, why is it that so many people, people who believe in Jesus with all their hearts even, are living such joyless lives? Why is that? Is it because God's joy isn't available to us? No, that's not it. Because the Bible says, Romans 14 verse 17, that the kingdom of God isn't a matter of food and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So it can't be that. Clearly, God wants us to experience his joy in an abundant measure when we enter into and live in the kingdom of God. In fact, one of the equal shortest verses in the whole Bible is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16, and it says this, Rejoice always. You know, I, I travel a lot around the world in my role, meeting with church leaders, visiting churches, speaking at churches, participating in worship services. So as far as having a representative cross-section of God's kingdom, a, a statistically valid sample, if you will, I have a pretty good one. And even taking into account the enormous cultural differences in the expressions of worship in different countries, from, say, a Ghanaian service where they're dancing in a conga line down the aisle of the church, to a more conservative service, say, in a place like India, where in many churches men sit on one side of the church and women sit on the other, taking all that into account. I am so struck by the absence of joy in so many places, in so many churches, in so many of the Christians that I've met and with whom I've interacted. I remember just recently being asked to speak at a rather large church, an important occasion for that church, and sitting on the platform waiting to get up to speak, watching the leaders and the bishops all dressed in their finery, sitting across from me during the time of worship, with, with this abject look of boredom on their faces. Well, what's the matter with us, people? Why are we living such joyless lives? What's going on in the kingdom of God? Hmm? The title of this series that we've kicked off today with this program is that the joy of the Lord is your strength. That's a quote from the Old Testament book of Nehemiah, chapter 8. And we're going to take a good close look at that story surrounding that quote a little later in this series. But for the moment, let's just consider that scripture at face value. The joy of the Lord is your strength. So many people who love Jesus feel helpless and weak in situations of temptation, in the middle of the pressures of life. You can feel like you're being blown to and fro, like a tiny little boat on an angry ocean. Have you ever felt that? And you wonder, where am I going to get the strength to make it through this, right? The answer is that you get your strength from the joy of the Lord, from God's very own joy. 
Because when you're enjoying God, when you're really, really enjoying your relationship with Jesus, you know what happens? He fills you with such incredible strength, with such amazing power that you wonder, well, hang on, where did that come from? Clearly the Bible teaches that strength is a byproduct of joy. Let me, let me say that again. Clearly the Bible teaches that strength is a byproduct of joy. And if that's true, if that's really the case, then having the joy of the Lord happening in you, it's not some optional extra, some nice to have. It's not the icing on the cake. Not at all. It's the very foundation of your whole life in the kingdom of God. So if maybe you're not one of those people who's able to stick their hand in the air in response to the question, is the joy of the Lord filling you to overflowing? If you right now can't answer a resounding yes to that question, then stick with me throughout this series, The Joy of the Lord is Your Strength, as we discover how to remove the roadblocks to joy and how to be filled to overflowing with the joy of the Lord. Because I come back to it right through the Bible. It becomes very clear that God wants to fill you with His joy, the joy of the Lord. easy just to kind of drift out of our relationship with God. You know, you just get so preoccupied with everything else and one day you wake up and you realise that your relationship with God ain't what it used to be. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of my special edition book, How to Get Close to God. I'm believing that as we open God's Word together and get back to basics, the Holy Spirit will speak through His Word to show us that God is much closer than we ever thought. Because His Word is alive and active, amen? So I'm praying that God will draw you ever closer to Himself through this book. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.